Okay now, I'm here. Good evening. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. I am happy to be here, and hopefully you are happy to be here, too. Uh, we're broadcasting. I'm broadcasting. We're broadcasting, because we're we're together on this. I, I said that before. We're together on this, so we're broadcasting, right? Broadcasting live on Spreaker.com. Uh, over there, just uh, go over there and check out the Joel Mahalik Show. The link is on the Facebook page, at JM Talk, which, by the way... We're on Facebook Live now, and it seems that testing different things was working out really well, so we're doing Facebook Live video now, and we put a new camera in. I was previously doing it with, we tested the iPhone, then we tested the iPad, and then we have come all the way up to putting in a, a webcam at the studio desk. There it is. How you doing? And uh, figured out how to route the audio through, so if everything was successful... And I'll see if I can find out now. You should have heard the audio go through to the Facebook Live uh, as well. And uh, so already uh, in Facebook Live is uh, my good friend Burton. Yes, it is. That's my protector back there. Um, it's not so much protecting me as he's asking me because if you're on Facebook Live, you'll see The Undertaker standing behind me. It's actually a blanket, not a poster. He's not so much protecting me as he's hiding the wife's bacon shelf. Because my studio shares many things uh, from around the rest of the homestead. So anyway, um, uh, forewarned just in case that there uh, there may be some mature language in tonight's uh, show. Um, so there you're forewarned. So let me get a couple things out of the way first that we get away. We get we I, I got to get out of the way all the time. And that's just how you get a hold of us online. If you want to come and join us online, visit me at joelmahalik.com. And right now it points to the Facebook, but I got to tell you, the new website is being constructed. If you have been uh, around the social media networks this week, then you may have seen the new banner, the new brand uh, banner for the Joel Mahalik Show. And that is... Facebook and Spreaker and YouTube and the website and everything's going to be branded to that. That's the new uh, graphic and that super fan D took care of that for us. So big thanks to her. If you want to chat with me during the live broadcast, you can sign up for Spree. You can sign up for Spree at Freaker. You can sign up for free at Spreaker and get this. It's even easier because all you got to do is hit sign sign up with Facebook. Hi, Lindsay. Lindsay's joining the Facebook live. All you have to do is sign up with Facebook. And then you don't have to do a whole create an account and everything. If you've signed up with anything with Facebook, then you know how it works and how easy that is. So you can do that and you can chat over there. Uh, you can chat, obviously, through Facebook Live. I can at least see them. I may not be able to type respond because I'm, i am got a lot going on here. But uh, I, I will get to any important comments to make sure that after the show, I respond. Follow me on Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter at WQYB Radio. Now, over on the Facebook... I want to point out on the Facebook page is that uh, I have a question there, and I forgot to mention this last week. It's been up for like a week and a half now. I'm trying to develop uh, a segment. I just want to talk about uh, what your what your mother used to say to you when you were a kid that scared the hell out of you. And I thought it would be cool to get other people's opinions. So if you go to the Facebook page, there's a post there that says, I need your help. I want to know what your mothers said to you when you were younger that like freaked you out, scared you, whatever. And I, I, I need some feedback on that. So then I can 
present all this uh, on, on, in a show segment. We can talk about how it, it's funny now, right? That we're older. It's funny. And so hop over there. Check that out. I want to know what your mother said. We have a couple good responses uh, already. Um, so we want to... I want to hear from you on that. So, okay. So I told you about the Brandon. I hope if you have any comments, let me know about the new logo. Hmm. Uh, in with that. I also, if you didn't see on Facebook, the update that... Um, with the video series, how stuff's done, going very well. The pilot episode is filmed. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't think in show business we would say it's in the can yet because it hasn't been tied together with the titles and credits and all that. So it's not an official ready to go video. I think once I get to that, I think then we can say it's in the can. Hoping to film a couple more raw videos this week for the show. And if that happens, then we're still on a good track for middle to end of March to release that series on the YouTube channel, which I have not really been broadcasting the YouTube channel right now because it's kind of a mess trying to clean that up. We got the Facebook cleaned up. We got the Spreaker cleaned up. The website is going. So pretty soon we'll be shifting joelmahalik.com from Facebook over to the new website. And that'll be done. And then, of course, in the background, trying to work on YouTube is is really weird trying to work on YouTube. So have to work on that. Um, But that is the update on that. Excited about that. Mr. Tony Richards, our, my producer, is in the Spreaker chat. So if you want to hop over and talk to him, uh, he's probably going to be jumping in and out of the Facebook, too. Also, if you got my contact on uh, Skype, I mean, that's on. So you can always hit me up on Skype, too. I'll get the message there. All kinds of different ways uh, to come and play. So, um, yeah, so look for more information on what's going on with the new video series. I'm, I'm, I'm like, so excited about that. And um, we're just trying to make sure, you know, we're delivering the right content for what I want to do with that. And it should be really, really good. In fact, this week, the tagline is almost finished tweaking. People are like, okay, how stuff's, how stuff's done? Well, what's it about? And I, I sort of talked about it a little bit on the show. But in, in the background, you know, marketing has been working on the tagline for it. And it's just about tweaked. I think this week I'll be able to release the tagline uh, for the show. You know, we... We want the tagline to deliver the message of what the show is about. So, uh, believe it or not, it's a lot of work going into that. Uh, so, but uh, you know, continuing like we did last week, uh, these national days. I just find it really funny some of the things that we have national days for. And so, I thought I would review this past week. Of course, the big one today was daylight savings, right? So, how did you guys make out through that? I mean. It's inevitable. The year that we lose sleep, the year we, the part of the year where we lose an hour of sleep, it, it is inevitable. I will lose more than that. I'll find myself being up extremely late, and I'm not going to bed until it's almost time to push the clocks ahead. And th- so then I'm all messed up, and then I'm, I'm you know, I, so I go to bed at close to two, which makes it almost three, and then I'm up at like the new seven thirty which is the old 6.30, and, and just just forget about it. It's a waste of time. I notice there's some, uh, you know, there are some pockets in the country that don't even pay attention to that. They leave daylight savings alone. Uh, bravo to them. Uh, I understand Florida is trying to do the same thing, so bravo to them. And some other places, I think, are starting to feel like, what are we even doing this for? What's the big deal? We don't want to do it. And that's what they're doing. So, um, okay. So back to the March thing. So obviously today is Daylight Savings. Now, I told you last week that the, at least for month, for the month of March, it's weird because it, there's a lot of food days in this month. Uh, for example, today actually is National Oatmeal Nut Waffles Day. Now, last week it was National Pound Cake Day, and I actually ate pound cake on the show. I wasn't making waffles tonight. Uh, I had enough other things to do. We were trying to get the Facebook Live thing straightened out with the audio. So I didn't have time to make waffles to eat them on the show. So I, I apologize if you were looking forward to watching me eat again in front of you. Uh, but so so that's it's also National Johnny Appleseed Day today, which I guess essentially means it's it's like Apple Day, right? So eat an apple. Apple Day keeps the doctor away or something like that. So if we go back, like yesterday was National Blueberry Popover Day. 
National Blueberry Popper of a Day. I, I, I don't get this. I, I really don't. Uh, National Pack Your Lunch Day. I mean, I pack my lunch every day for work. Who's with me? Show of hands. I pack my lunch every day. So every day is National Pack Your Lunch Day for me. Uh, and then, um, so March 9th, National Day of Unplugging. I've heard of that before. It's like the second Friday in March, so it changes each year as far as the date. Mr. Tony Richards, my producer, popping over here into Facebook. Probably because he realized that people are in Facebook <laughs> and not at Spreaker. <laughs> so, um, National Crab Meat Day was on March 9th. Again, food involved there. Um, and also, March 9th, if you're not into seafood like I'm not, it was National Meatball Day. So you can have yourself a meatball sub, right? So, what else this past week? We also had National Oregon Day. National Peanut Cluster Day. This is a candy, folks. I mean, it's one thing if you're going to celebrate the peanut, okay? That's the core food. But a peanut cluster is a piece of candy. I mean, Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, that's that's the that's the National Candy Day, as far as I'm concerned. And so is Easter, somehow. But we're having days now where we're celebrating a peanut cluster. Um, National Cereal Day was March 7th. And um, also on March 7th, National Crown of Roast Pork Day. How about March 6th, National Oreo Day? Now, that almost makes sense to me because there's, what, about 3,000 flavors of Oreo now? I mean, they make Oreo, everything Oreo flavors. So, um, National White Chocolate Cheesecake Day was also March 6th. And they just go on and on. But here's another one that's really weird, and I want, I want to talk about it. It's National... Where are you? I thought it was, like, yesterday. It was. It's actually the national ask someone on a date to the prom. Promposal day today. National promposal day. Promposal, and what I want to tell you about this particular day is men's warehouse. You know they sell men's clothes and suits and stuff like that. They are the ones that suggested this to the National Calendar Day Association back in 2016 and got it put on the calendar. So what we need to find out, we need to come together collectively and find out how do we do this? How do we get the Joel Mahalik Show Day? Like maybe someday, sometime in January, around the anniversary of when I launched, relaunched the show. We need one, right? We need a day that we can celebrate, and we need it on the national calendar. I'm serious about this. We have to look into this. We really, really have to look into this. So, um, but that is like the, this past week, when we weren't together because you were working, I was working, and we couldn't just hang out six, seven days a week. That's what happened on the March National Days this past week. And so next week, we will be able to talk about um, this week. And uh, I should actually put a link on the page because in case you want to celebrate anything, I mean, yeah, I mean March 13th, I mean, National Coconut Tort Day is coming up. I mean, you don't want to miss that, right? Anyway. <laughs> So March days. We've reviewed them for this time period. Alrighty. So uh, coming up uh, tonight on the show, obviously Wombat of the Week. I think I have a double hit for you tonight. Isn't that exciting? Oh, my daughter MK hopping in from Chicago. Hello there, honey. Uh, so we're going to talk about the Wombat of the Week. Wombat of the Week later on. Got a double hitter for you. Double header on that one. Um, okay, we already we updated you about the video, so we can scratch that off the list. I'm going to talk about identity theft, and not like, not in the professional, I'm going to deliver a seminar about identity theft. I want to talk to you about a couple uh, horror stories, some realities, I'll call them, realities. So, um, we're going to do that, and then... I also want to talk about uh, horror movies. Uh, I, I mentioned a little bit last week. Give a shout out to a really cool group of people on Facebook. But I'm starving. I'm starving for like a really good horror. And, and, I, I, and I want to talk to you about that. I, I want to have that conversation with you. So we have to talk about that. So that's all the stuff coming up here on the program tonight. 
Um, and maybe more. I don't know. I mean, I got I got nuggets. I almost called tonight's show random, random thoughts or random conversations because I had so much stuff just sitting here with almost no order. And my poor producer, Mr. Tony Richards, tonight informs me. He says, you know, if you give me a heads up, then you know he could he he wants to be more help. And uh, that's very appreciative, but tonight was not the night, buddy, because there was just, there's no organization here. There's just, I mean, there's no, you see this? There's no organization at all. It's just stuff all over the place. But anyway, so, <laughs> all right, so we're going to take a quick 90 seconds. I'm going to drink a little bit of that liquid over there and coming back after this. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it, but I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show. I am Joel Mahalik. I'm very happy that you are joining me tonight on Facebook Live at JM Talk over there on Facebook. Also, Spreaker.com. Go over there and check us out under the flag of the QYB Radio Network. It's the Joel Mahalik Show. Uh, JoelMahalik.com, that is the website where you can come and hang out with me right now. We'll take you to the Facebook, but we are working steady on the new website and uh which is uh hosted by thunder lake studios and so a shout out to them and a big thank you and am i messing with the am i messing with the camera people no i thought i was i'm moving the wire i thought it was maybe moving the camera so um that's how you can do that facebook jam talk as i said twitter wqyb radio and on spreaker.com if you want to chat there then just sign in with your facebook and chat I'll keep flipping over. It's funny because I have to flip over between two of them now, but it looks like all the activity is hanging out on Facebook, and that's awesome. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. So, uh, okay, where are we going? I got I got a quick story I got to tell you. I got to tell you this about Friday, and this is where mature language coming. All right, because I just can't find any other way to tell you this funny story. So you know, I'm always telling you about Wombat of the week and how it's stupid people doing stupid things, idiot people doing idiot things. And, uh, and and I'm I called I'm celebrating it I don't know, but uh, I you know it's one of those things where you wish you had your video camera, and it amazes me sometimes when people post stupid people doing stupid things in videos all across social media. I never seem to be in a position to grab people that I see, but I'm driving home from work Friday afternoon, okay? And you know Friday afternoon you're feeling good because it's Friday afternoon and because you're leaving work. So I'm driving home, driving down this this road, and it's in a residential, it cuts to a residential community. And there's this guy walking down the street, right? And uh, and all over this road, I mean, in, in Delaware, this seems to be, this should be the, the national bird of Delaware. The state bird should be the, uh, be geese. Because we have geese that just freelance walk all over the place, all over. And, uh, of course, it's funny because, in, you know, in the spring you see them as, or is it the fall, you see them as families. It's, it's neat. There's so many families of geese that every day you see, like, the same families. You actually watch these geese grow up, right? So, uh, anyway, getting back to this, this, uh, uh, this wombat that I could not, because I was driving. But I did slow down because I was in disbelief. So there's this guy walking down the street. On the sidewalk, and then on the grassy part beyond the sidewalk is a family of geese. 
So this guy's walking down the street, and as he's passing, he stops. And he starts yelling at the geese. Now, he's, he's doing this really, really tough guy thing every time he says something. You know what I mean? Every, every time he says something, he's doing this with his, you know, with his hands at his side. And it's like he was walking along, and he just stops, turns to the geese, and he's like, Fuck you say, duck! Fuck you say! Fuck you say! And he's like doing this for like six, seven times. I slowed down to like experience this. And then sped up to get the hell out of there real quick. <laughs> you know, if you stop what you're doing to yell at geese, and in fact, you don't even know they're geese because you're calling them ducks. Man, these people are, are these people are out there among us. My other daughter, Renee, checking in. How you doing, baby? So I got both my daughters on Facebook watching the show tonight. That's incredible to me. It's incredible. So, uh, so then I sped up. I, there was no way I was going to stay much time in the vicinity of this guy yelling at the geese. Really, what did the geese say to you? <laughs> Part of me wants to know that. Part of me wants to know what did that geese say and why did you think it was a duck? That's also, uh. Uh, very interesting, but anyway. So uh, I said I wanted to talk a little bit about identity theft, and and what and what the way I called it in the show notes is identity theft realities. And this past week at work, I had I went to a cybersecurity seminar, and it's nice to get. It was an off-campus one. It was like where I can leave work and go to the seminar, and that doesn't stop work from calling me thirty times and emailing me fifty-three times, uh, but it does get me off-site, so I can't get interrupted to where I have to go and run and do things. So, um, so I went to this, uh, security, cybersecurity thing. A lot of great speakers. One of them was a guy from the secret service and he was talking about identity theft and, uh, some of the new things happening and some of the scary things about it too. Like the reality of the fact that you know, these people who are putting skimmers out there in, like, ATMs and gas stations, I mean, they they can buy these things. They, these are legitimate things that they can buy on Amazon.com. And I, I had asked a question during the seminar of him. Why can't they, why can't you, as the government, pressure Amazon to not sell these things, <laughs> you know, if it's, if that's what they're being used for? And then that's where he clarified, no, these are legitimate things. If you have a business that processes credit cards, you need skimmers. You need, I mean, Amazon sells the skimmers and they sell the processing tools and they sell the Bluetooth mechanisms that go in and they sell the blank credit cards. So you can make, cause, because as a credit card company who's issuing credit cards or ATM cards, you have to be able to t- have the blanks to, to make the imprint, right? And make the card. So they're also sold on Amazon and that's also something that's legitimately sold, but that skimmers and scammers who are coming to take your money also have to buy, they buy because they need it to make the fake credit cards. Because if they get your number, they need a card if they're going to use a card. So that's kind of where I was like, you know, I wanted to uh, uh, tell you that because that's really scary. And, uh, and also something new about these skimmers is they, you know, the, most most of the time skimmers are like overlays. And we've all heard this. We've read in the story. And of course, if you're in the same area as we are, Delaware, you know that there's a big thing going on where they found a lot of these skimmers at gas stations and things like that. And so somebody would have to come and put the overlay on and then come back, take the overlay off so they can go and get the information off of it, right? Well, now they're making them where it's like a little chip. And I mean, this thing's like two inches long. It's like a little tiny two inch like IC board. And they just kind of come by, they chuck it into the slot, so it just goes in and lays back in the slot. So when you put your card in, it's reading all your information. It's now Bluetooth controlled. They don't have to come and take anything off when no one's looking and take a chance. They just have to drive by said gas station with their phone, cell phone, and pick up the data. And that's amazing to me, but several months ago, uh, I mean, you know, We've been hacked a couple times over the years. Several months ago was the last time it was done. And here's some identity fraud reality. Uh, I have two stories in particular I want to share with you. 
So, I get the account that was hit. I am very anal about email notifications. I get email notifications about everything that happens on that card. And so I get these odd emails, which make me look into it further. And I see that unusual because usually when we're hacked, it's someone in Florida buying stuff, someone in the Bahamas buying stuff, someone in California. This time it was somebody in Chichester, Delaware County, which is like 40 minutes from here. It's where I basically grew up, right? And that was odd to me because that's right up the street. This never happens. And these notifications I get from my bank are so, you know, um, they have so much information. It's telling me it was the Walgreens store number, blah, blah, blah. And it's, of course, it's telling me the transaction time. So I call the store. I call the store and I'm talking to the manager and they're ready to, you know, if the, you know, when you talk to the police, we'll pull video, we'll have all this stuff ready. I'm like, this is great. I got transaction times. They have cameras above the registers. You know, this is great. Well, here's the reality, folks. I spoke to Chichester Police, Pennsylvania State Police, Delaware State Police, Newcastle County Police. Nobody wanted to do anything about it. Now, I know I'm small fries. I'm No one's scamming me for a lot of money. In fact, if you're scamming me, you're practicing for a bigger job. So, it's not like I'm a big, heavy loss. You know, yes, any loss is a loss and for us at us people who don't maintain much money as it is it is a huge loss but what fascinated me was nobody wanted to do it we'll fill out a report and it's just gonna it's gonna end there is what i was told and what surprised me about that is okay look i know I'm small fries, but I got the transaction time. I got a manager at the Walgreens who wants to help. Pull video. We'll have video. This may not be the guy cutting the cards, but they certainly got the card from somewhere. And if you catch that person, maybe it leads you. I mean, I'm thinking on terms of like a drug sting, right? You get this guy because he bought drugs from somebody, and you'll climb the ladder once you got him, right? You'll climb the ladder and get more. And maybe you eventually get to the top of the chain. I thought that is what they wanted. I, th- I always thought that the end result was, let's get these people. And this is one way to do it. And nothing ever came of it. All this information that we had. All this information. And we couldn't get some help. So, now... A little over a year ago, one of our cards was apparently skimmed and the information sold. And so, we that was a little harder because it was our other bank. And they don't do, at this point, they don't do those notifications like the one bank does. Which I, I really do appreciate and I wish I'd get on it. But we found out by happenstance that the, the account was cleaned out. Again, not a lot of money, but it was cleaned out. So I looked at the charges. Web purchases at some sort of online uh, retailer for uh, a bunch of like uh, home electronic stuff, right? <clears throat> so I called the company that took the transaction. Now, when I spoke, when I spoke to the, the bank later, um... I found out an interesting thing. Web orders, actually under Visa, Visa rules say that with web orders, any dispute is they totally side with with the cardholder because web orders are not, there's no verification process for that. And I thought to myself, there really should be some changes there. And so, <clears throat> man, so uh, I called the company this Saturday morning, and I said, "Listen, my card was, f- my card numbers were stolen, frauded from me, and six hundred and some dollars of electronics were purchased from your business with my card number." I said, "Before I call the police, I would like to know 
where those items are shipping because they're not shipping to my house, obviously, because I didn't buy them. And she says, well, uh, I need the address, the shipping address, to be able to look that up. And I'm, and I said, ma'am, I don't think you heard what I said. I didn't buy the products. So they're not going to come to my house. So the shipping address is not my house. And she says, again, I can't look up the orders without the shipping address. Well, I don't know what shipping address to give you, lady. My card was my card numbers was stolen and purchases made on my card. I can give you the card number. We can't look it up by the card number. I mean, like whatever I was trying to do to work with them, you know, first of all, I took the time out of my day to call you and tell you that somebody is using Identity fraud on your... I mean, this should be like a major concern for you right now. And I, so I, I said, can I speak to somebody who would be knowledgeable and in control of this part of your business? You are speaking to her. Okay. But you, but you don't want to help me here. I want you and I to work together and maybe catch whoever did it. Again, maybe this wasn't the person, but this person could give police information somewhere. And then she didn't want to help. So what I found really crazy about that, folks, is it, it's a Visa debit card, right? So web order, obviously not coming to my place. I'm, I get the benefit of the doubt. So I'm going to get my $600 back. And those morons at that company are going to be out $600 because they're shipping merchandise to somebody. That's not me. So Visa is going to come knocking at their door and they're going to $600, please. No questions asked. No fight. You have no defense. $600, please. They're going to take their $600 back. And you're at $600 worth of product because you're an idiot. And so fine. If that's how you want to play it, Fine, idiot. But these are like the realities. So when you think about all the identity fraud going on out there, and if it's happened to you, I mean, maybe you have similar stories. The bottom line is, your bank's going to give you your money back. They're insured for this. So you're going to you know, get the money back. Mr. Eagle joining the Facebook. Hello, Victor. So you, you're going to get the money back, and and unless I don't know what the dollar amount is, where that threshold is, where they go, okay, we're interested in this because it, as far as I'm concerned, if if law enforcement goes to cybersecurity summits and they speak to you about identity fraud, how to protect yourself, if they're making a big deal about it at seminars. I just feel like it should be a big deal in every other facet. I think we need to do something about it. This is a crime. Identity theft is a crime. So I just feel like there should be something getting done about this. And I just don't feel like it, anything was done, you know, on my behalf on, on these two different occasions. And so I'm just wondering, you know, if you have similar stories... I you know, tell me about them. Stop over at Facebook at JM Talk and, and let and let me know. Um, does it drive you crazy, or does it just drive me crazy because <laughs> I'm anal that way? Guys, I check my accounts like every day, and of the we have multiple banks, and one of them has this great system of notifying you on all different types of alerts you can pick. So I'm anal in that. I'm constantly getting emailed all day for whatever happens on that account. And then every day I'm checking both accounts anyway. Hi, John. John joining uh, Facebook. What's up, John? I don't know. I can't get the camera figured out. There's your thumbs up. I can't get the camera angle figured out. Where it's at. I might have to, I don't know, maybe move, uh, see. I don't want to start messing with stuff and mess it all up. But thanks for joining um, so I, I don't know. And that's, maybe that's part two of the question. Is it me? I mean, other people who get, uh, become victims of identity theft, uh, you know, it, it, does it, does it bother you like it bothers me? Or are you just of the mind, uh, frame that, um, well, I'll get my money back. The bank will pay me. 
you know, and and that's it. So a couple things, and there's some things popping up in, in, in the chat, which is really cool. Uh, since this, since it happened a few months back, we were told stop using debit and use the cards as credit. So that was one thing I was told. So we try to do that. In, fa- in fact, I'm doing that so much that I don't even know what my pins are for e- any of my cards. So I mean, if I if I was in a position where they're like, I'm sorry, we only take debit, I am screwed because I don't even know what my pins are. So if you come up behind me at the ATM, again, you're not, you might, might as well shoot me. You're not getting anything out of me. I don't know what the pins are. Um, so that's one thing. And another thing, I'll tell you a funny story. Just yesterday I made a purchase uh, on behalf of the video series, and uh, an online purchase. And I was getting ready to whip out my Visa debit card and pay for it with a credit card. And they had a PayPal link. And I hadn't used PayPal in so long, but I thought to myself, you know, if, at least if I go through PayPal, it, it's more secure. I'm still using that debit credit card, but I'm a verified member of PayPal, and I have not, in a long time or forever, ha- have heard of anything going on at PayPal, suspect. So I actually I took that route. So yes, I still used my Visa debit card, but I processed it through PayPal, and I think that adds an additional layer of security. Now, the Secret Service, speaking at that seminar, also said that Apple Pay also adds some security. I don't agree with that. Because I'll tell you something else he said. And, and I think you all need... This is my public service announcement. I'm bringing you information that I picked up and learned. And I'm giving it to you for free, man. This is free advice. They actually said that the chip reader is now becoming pretty easy to counterfeit the chips and the cards. And that's because when they came out with the chip, they intended it to be a very secure connection to the bank, asking very specific questions about the cardholder. So in other words, in 40 seconds of time, there would be a lot of transaction going back and forth between your card and the bank for verification. And in fact, he said in Europe, the chip is being used the way it's supposed to be used. But here in the United States, the only country not using the chip as intended. Now, he said the chip, because nobody wants to wait 40 seconds. And he's right. Isn't that the American way? We don't want to wait. So, he said the problem is that the chip, all the chip does is says, Hi, yes, I'm a chip. Here's the pin. And the bank goes, okay, thanks a lot. All And, and believe me, I'm, I'm in an industry that does payment card. All the hoo-ha about the chip and the hoops we had to jump through. And it really doesn't mean anything. He said it's no more secure than a swipe. So there you go. Uh, Okay, so LifeLock's being mentioned. Uh, I believe, I know people who have LifeLock, you know, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, for me though, with the budget I'm on, I can't afford a service like that. So my LifeLock is, you know, the idiot that checks everything six times a day. That's me. So, (laughs) but anyway, so, identity theft, it kind of pisses me off, uh, you know, realizing that nobody's ever worked on anything. You know, the very first time it happened to me, was it was more traumatic because it was the first time. And all of our money was drained out of our bank account, and it was somebody who was buying plane tickets and body and bathwork stuff down in Florida. And we, at the time, were living in New Jersey. So, again, you think to yourself, well, you know, what's going to be done? What's going to be done about these people? And and it always the same thing. Well, your money will give you back, you, you know, your money, the bank will give you back your money. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you later. Thanks for, thanks for calling. You know, I don't want to take any time out of the police department, law enforcement doing anything. But, you know, it just seems like... Maybe it's the individuals that, unless you're a millionaire, they don't pay much attention to. I mean, I do understand that law enforcement does a lot of work trying to catch the bigger things. But, I mean, every small fry leads to a large Coke, right? I mean, I'm just saying. You know, both of these instances that happened to me the last two times, I went through a lot of legwork, a lot of homework. and I mean, I was coming to the police on my initial phone call to the police going, Here you go. Here you go. Here's everything you need. Let's get them. And I was mad about the Chichester thing. Like, I want to drive up there 
and get the tapes myself. I was about to ready to, you know, become Dick Tracy and head out on the case myself. I was so mad. But Victor makes a good point. Good hackers just can't be stopped. I'll tell you something else before I go to before I go to break my my last break. <laughs> There's a certification now. I wasn't aware of this. This is another reason why I like leaving campus to go to seminars because you you get to actually learn and not be interrupted and you can learn things. Found out there's a certification now for IT people called CEH, Certified Ethical Hacker. So you can hack hackers to make sure you don't get hacked. How's that for you? That is a certification in the IT field. So um, <laughs> there you go. All right, I'm going to take my final 90 seconds because if you can't hear it, I can hear it. I need liquid somewhere in here. So I'll be right back right after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Okie dokie. Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik. I am so happy you're here. We've got quite a few people on the Facebook feed. I'm really ecstatic about that. I'm humbled by that. Thank you very, very much for joining me on Facebook Live. And you can do so every week, I guess, because we'll keep it going. And at Facebook, just find me at JM Talk. At Twitter, WQIB Radio. On the website, JoelMahalik.com. Look for that to be changing over. Uh, from right now, it just feeds you into my Facebook nation, and uh, that is, it's being overhauled as, as we speak. So, and I'm humbled too by the, the people that are in the background helping me with this because I don't know, I don't know what it is. Uh, I I'm very happy about it. Uh, I, I you know I thank them. I'll be plugging them along as we finish things out. But I'm just I'm humbled by the amount of people in the background. Uh, this time around that are lending a hand and uh, and doing some amazing amazing things so but that's how you get a hold of us and of course if you're over on Spreaker um, and you sign in with your Facebook if you don't want to do a long login process or sign up process you can sign up just by clicking Facebook you can chat over there too but it looks I mean chat's hot and heavy over here right now on Facebook live so I appreciate all the great comments but anyway so uh this part of the show two things we have to cover wombat of the week i got a double hit for you but first i said i wanted to talk to you about horror movies and um (laughs) it's interesting that victor is here because i just told him like an hour and a half ago that he suggested i watch rings which i think is the third installment into the ring the american version of the ring series and uh and i false i kept falling asleep i mean I fell asleep on that movie five times by the time I was 34 minutes and 22 seconds into the movie. So it didn't last. I mean, I got like halfway through the movie and said, okay, it's really going nowhere for me. And so that brought up a question that actually last night after Victor and I watched uh, the, the remake of it, uh, brought, this brings up a really good question we were talking about. Where's the good horror? Why is nothing really good coming out of Hollywood? Why can't they come up with some sort of original idea? And just really good horror is hard to find. And uh, so I'm like crying out now to you guys. I mean, I, I cried all over Facebook's uh, you know true horror fans, and they gave me some great ideas. Um, but uh, but uh, like you need more, right? When you're a true horror fanatic, you want to watch more. You need more. You have to have more. And it just wasn't happening. And uh, so, I don't know. Like, if you guys have seen a reason... I mean, look, I've saw, I've seen The Conjuring, obviously The Exorcist. Uh, they're classics and they're good. In fact, I think Conjuring... 
was probably as far as like horror as in supernatural and ghosts go was probably the last really good thing I've seen. Um, that was, that, that was really good. In fact, uh, <laughs> troublesome watching. And around the same time, I would say the first sinister bothered me to the point where I will not watch it alone again. Uh, just, just the premise of it was extremely like bothersome. And I don't know. Did you feel like that? I don't know. But here's the thing. Um, oh man, Kevin Sherman just stopped in. What's up, Kev? Kevin chiming in. Good to see you on there, Kevin. Uh, he's joining us on Facebook Live. So, um, I want to know. I want you guys to stop by Facebook and tell me if what are you watching that's that. I need something that scares me. And that's what I feel like is not happening. So. Um, Victor says they don't use the right kind of fear. Well, I, and, and, and I mean, and I guess the question is, what is that? Because um, I think today uh, people have been desensitized to a lot of the fear that used to work. And then they're replacing it. Like today, I think you'll see a lot of movies built as horror that actually prey on fears that it shouldn't prey on. Um, like getting robbed at an ATM. I mean, there's a movie out called ATM. They're not the kind... I remember my dad saying, like, he would not watch Friday the 13th or Halloween horrors like that. He was he was really big into the classics, too, anyway. But he said he wouldn't watch these things because he didn't want to watch... He had no interest in watching a horror movie where the premise was such that if he walked outside his front door in this day and age... Somebody might be in a hockey mask, you know, and, and attacking you. And, and that is happening, right? I mean, it is happening out there. We know it is. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Just coming across now. You know, Jaws is, you know, had such a fear factor back then that how, how long before people really got into the water? People were uncomfortable about going into the water. So those kinds of things, you know, when The Exorcist came out, my God, it came out when it hit TV in like 74 or 75, I'm four or five years old, I'm watching this, I'm allowed to watch this. And, you know, first of all, I'm in Catholic school, but let's not open that wound and spread salt in it. But imagine the fear of being possessed by the devil, you know? And I still enjoy The Exorcist. And I know people today who will still not watch that movie. So, I'm crying out, man. Give me some ideas on Facebook. Right in. By the way, the email address to get me. And this is my email address. It's not like this show's email box. And who's answering it? We don't know. Radio at gmail.com. So, look. You got to bear with me because Wombat of the Week is not on paper this week. It's on digital. So, and I got to watch the time, too. My producer last week called me up after the show. You're 92 seconds over. (laughs) Sorry, Mr. Tony Richards. I'm going to get a call after the show tonight, too, now. Anyway, so I had a double, I had, not not had, have, um, a double whammy for you. But let me, I'm I'm just looking because they're not next to each other. So, um... Oh my goodness, where was that first one? It was really, 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 really funny. Bear with me. Bear with me. I'm trying to talk to you and go down at the same time. Do, 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 do. Alright. Here is the one. Uh, now, you know, we had some really bad storms, one or two, this past week. And um, it's a lot of people without power. But in New Jersey, a New Jersey man without power for days threatens to kidnap the pa- a power company employee from JCPNL and threatens to bomb a substation. So, <laughs> um, a 63-year-old man whose name, whose home, home, name, okay, had been without power since Friday's Nor'easter, was arrested after police said he threatened to kidnap a utility company employee and bomb an electrical substation. Robert Winter funny. Robert Winter, not loving the winter, I guess, uh, of Vernon's Glenwood section was remanded to Sussex County Jail following the threat on Monday and charged with third-degree terroristic threats, according to police. He made the threats after calling 
Jersey Central Power and Lights Call Center to complain about a continuing service outage triggered by last week's storm. And Winter quickly became agitated and threatened to kidnap a JCPNL employee, according to a statement from the department. Now, listen. (laughs) When we look at society today and we're trying to pinpoint what is wrong with society, this is the kind of person you can look at and go, oh, okay, I got it. I get it now. Because if you're 63 years old, and obviously you've been on this earth long enough to know that Mother Nature sucks, sometimes she goes off her meds, and shit happens. You know, I mean, we're talking about this nor'easter in this area, and I'm sure probably it was worse in New Jersey because this nor'easter did more damage to New Jersey, which was closer to the ocean than we are here in Delaware. We were experiencing winds of 70 miles per hour when gusting. And I understand possibly 90, 94 in New Jersey. That's going to take power down. And you have to realize that these companies are under strain. Listen, if one person's computer acts up at work, I am in panic mode. I've got to get it done Get it fixed. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on me over that. Think about the pressure of tens of thousands of your people out of power because of a storm like this. And the the winds were strong for two days after that. So it wasn't like it, it, it wasn't like it was bad for that for Friday. It was bad like through Sunday night of that weekend. And you have to understand those things. And this guy should know better. And now, you do not want to get wrapped up with terroristic charges. So, this this wombat of the week is, is just that. He's a wombat, he's an idiot, and I don't know where he's going to wind up, but you do not want to have terrorism charges. On, on your record. 63, I mean, I don't know what... I'm not familiar with, but I'd like to wonder... What the charges are like? What is the penalty for for terroristic threats? You know, like that. Uh, I'm sure it's pretty steep. But anyway, moving on. I told you I had a double header. <clears throat> I need liquid. Can you see if see it's not vodka? See, look at that. It's not. It's iced tea of the non-alcoholic version. <laughs> and if you know me, you know that's true. Okay, so, (laughs) this out of Philadelphia, not Philadelphia, come on ads, Philadelphia area actually, Gloucester County, New Jersey, police have arrested two people after a massive brawl and stabbing outside of a Chuck E. Cheese in Gloucester County on Sunday night. Tracy Jones, 47, and Stephanie Levengood, 24, faced multiple charges following the incident that injured two people. Deptford Police Department officers were dispatched shortly after 6 p.m. to the Chuck E. Cheese restaurant along the 1500 block of Almonescent Road. When they arrived, police were actively fighting in the front of the store as well as inside the restaurant. Police say 15 to 20 people were involved in the fight, and they say one woman was found with a minor stab wound to her hip. She refused medical treatment on the scene. An employee of the restaurant also sustained injuries as he attempted to separate the involved parties. Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I mean, it is becoming apparent that you can go almost nowhere and feel safe. And I'd like to dedicate this story, this Wombat of the Week, I want to dedicate this one to the Wombats down in Florida who were having a rally saying, well, this wouldn't happen with knives. Um, so I want to dedicate that story to them. It, it, it Again, so this also reinforces something that I've said before, and I told you we're going to hear this thematically in, in my show. Evil people will find ways to do evil things. So it doesn't matter what you expect you know, uh, Congress to do for you. Here we have a fight breaks out, 15 to 20 people involved, two people stabbed. You know, I guess, are we supposed to feel good that it was knives and not guns? I don't know. But this is Chuck E. Cheese. Now, 
in this area, I guess you can expect this. I actually, there was uh, last year, this is funny too, because last year there was a video out on social media, I think about a big brawl in the Dover Chuck E. Cheese, I think. Um, but Chuck E. Cheese's motto is where a kid be, can be a kid. I, I think they may need to change that a little bit. I don't know. You know, where a kid becomes an adult real quick. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I, I didn't know what to do with these two. I, I couldn't pick between either one. I mean, the Chuck E. Cheese had me ch- chuckling. <laughs> Pun intended. And, um, you know, that, that other one with that, that moron. So they actually both took place in Jersey as, as, as I'm, as I'm seeing now. I don't know why that wasn't clicking to me earlier. So we're just going to have to have a double wombat of the week on the show for this week. And that can happen. That can happen. And then I'm really enjoying the fact that we have, you know, as many people as we do on the Facebook live feed, because as that grows, we'll change the wombat and I'll bring you three or four stories. We'll talk about them. And then you guys cast your votes. I mean, if we're carrying a live audience, you know, and the number continues to grow, then we put the vote out there and we let you vote on who's going to win the wombat of the week. Not that they get anything except the, the bragging rights to know that a show on the internet uh, name them, you know, classic asshole of the week. I don't know. That's that's what you get. So, but we can do that as we go out. So you have to go out. You have to go out and get more people and bring them over with you every Sunday night, and we increase our numbers. So, uh, <laughs> Mr. Tony Richards making a very good point. If this fight happened, <laughs> Little Caesars would have been called knifey knifey. Man, I like Little Caesars Pizza, man. I don't know what it is. It tastes cheap. It feels cheap. You know it's cheap. It is cheap. But it's good. Who's with me on that, man? Who's with me on that? Little Caesars, man. Make good, cheap pizza. I don't know. They don't use enough sauce. They don't use enough cheese. But damn, there's just something good about it. It's almost like a flavored bread. Like like breadstick, but in a pie form, right? You know, it's not like you, when you go to a good pizza place and obviously you get a really good pizza pie. But, anyway. So, alright, so, oh uh, man, I don't want to run 92 seconds over, so I guess I'll start winding down. First of all, I want to thank everybody that joined us on the Facebook Five. Face, the Facebook Five. <laughs> the Facebook Live feed. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining me on Spreaker. Thanks for joining me on Facebook. Keep up with me on Facebook at JM Talk. That's the Facebook page, joelmaholic.com. That'll get you there for now, but watch out because the changes are coming. Uh, and also on Twitter at WQYB Radio, um, where I'm not doing much over there, but we're doing a little bit there. I don't know. Another avenue that we have to work on as we bring this whole network together, and, and it's all about you guys. So I think we're going to keep the Facebook Live thing going. Because it seems to be working out really well. So uh, each Sunday night at 8 o'clock, we will just fire up the Facebook Live and do that at the same time we're broadcasting to the radio networks. So um, what else? JoelMahalikRadio at gmail.com. Send me in some horror movies that scare you. Remember, uh, on Facebook, the post, I need to know what your mothers said to you when you were younger that scared the hell out of you. I need content for that because I want to do that real soon on the show and spend a little bit of time on that and talking about some some of the responses the responses already are great but I, I, I need more I need more feed me feed me stuff that I can like bring back to you on the air so be sure to check that out over there now if you want to you can uh, sign up of course a Spreaker where you can download the show you can listen to it on demand and you can leave posts also over there and you don't have to do a long sign up thing if you haven't done so already just use your facebook account and sign up for spreaker.com and then you can post and leave notes and you can download the audio show put it on a cd send it in the mail to all your enemies okay with a link back to the show and we'll grow our numbers here and have a lot of fun so, with all that being said, I'm very glad you guys are hanging out with me. I appreciate it so very much. You don't even know. And I'm looking forward to seeing you next Sunday night at 8 o'clock. And I'm really glad you did the clocks right and we had so many people. 
Uh, that is really cool. So I'll see you guys next week. Thank you again, and good night.